Hi, welcome back to our podcast, Myth Machine. Our last episode, we talked about the South American myth about the god Quetzalcoatl that would do anything for his people. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about the Egyptian mythology of the sun god Ra. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. the sun god of Egypt begins with Nun, or it's also called Nu, and the Egyptians believed that Nun was the complete beginning of the universe, and that it was just an infinite body of water that was completely just unmoving, unconscious, and it was quite literally just nothingness. Then, out of that quite literal nothingness, Ra created himself. He willed himself into existence. And eventually, Ra created two more gods, and they were called Shu and Tefnut, and they were considered his children. But because of Nun, Ra couldn't see them. The water was blocking his eyes, and it was super dark. So Ra created an eye in order to search for the other gods. And when the eye returned, it saw that Ra had created another eye. It felt really betrayed after seeing that and became super angry. And the only way Ra was able to calm it down was to give the first eye more power over the other eye. And in return, the first eye became the sun and the second eye became the moon. The next course of events has several different tellings of how it occurred. Humans were actually said to have different ways of being created, or at least it's argued upon. The first one is that humans were created out of the tears of Ra, who wept after creating the gods. And another version is that humans were created from the tears of the eye after learning it had been completely replaced. Now, eventually Ra had a great grandchild. His name was Osiris and he was murdered by his own brother, Seth. But with the god magic or whatever, Osiris was eventually revived, and he thought that it would be a good idea to rule the underworld. Now, Ra was actually becoming what was considered an older-aged god, even though it's still super far in the past, but he was trying to fix issues with his creations. Even though Ra was trying so hard to fix things, humanity still rebelled against him. And Ra was extremely angry at this and decided that the only course of action was to end humanity. He told his eye that she needed to kill all of the humans and she willfully obliged. The eye started to slaughter humanity and the eye was actually enjoying it. But... Ra felt really bad after seeing all of his humans dead, so he told the Eye to stop killing them, but he still refused to live with humanity because he was still angry. So Ra decided that he was going to travel to the Underworld. And on his way to the Underworld, Ra created the 12 hours of the day. 
He traveled from the east side of the sky to the west side of the sky on his own boat-like raft that just floated along. And therefore, with the creation of the day, humanity was able to see with the light and his other creations would flourish. Once Ra had made it to the other side, the west side, he created the 12 hours of the night while he was traveling in the underworld. During his nightly journey, Ra had to travel through 12 gates of the underworld. And he's guarded by 12 minor gods who were also just goddesses that kept him safe from harm in each of the rooms that they passed through. But because it's nighttime, in technicality, Ra is dead when he travels through the underworld and is pretty much unable to move. The raft Ra is guarded by is guarded by 12 minor gods, but there are actually 12 night goddesses as well. Each one of the goddesses has their own room that they are to guard Ra in because they have specific abilities that are special to each room. When they travel to the first room, everything's pretty uneventful and nothing really occurs. But when the raft reaches the second gate that is guarded by a large poison-breathing snake and there's actually eventually more that show up, another goddess has to take the stand and eventually gets the snakes to back off and they move through the gate pretty easily. The second hour of the night is where the dead pharaohs of Egypt live. And after that room, the third hour is where Osiris lives. And both of these rooms, not much occurs and there's nothing really to note. The fourth hour of the night is a room full of tons of snakes and it no longer has water for the raft to float on. And it actually ends up being over a completely huge ravine. And therefore the boat has to be transformed by one of the goddesses into a giant snake. And it goes on the boat, but it doesn't matter because not much occurs in that room anyway. The only thing that really happens is that the boat has to turn into a snake. The fifth hour is at the bottom of the ravine that they just floated over. And again, there isn't much to note that occurs, except there is a really, really large falcon god that punishes people. And this is where Keper, or also called Capri, who is a scarab beetle, lands on Ra during this gate. The sixth hour is normal once again with the river and the regular raft, but there are actually some pretty ominous unknown gods on the bank of the river, and there are creepy shrines and some odd sphinxes on the edge. In hour seven is where a giant snake that wants to completely murder Ra attacks the boat. Isis, which is one of the goddesses guarding the boat, summons another giant snake of her own to fight back against the snake that just tried to attack them. And eventually they get to move on by defeating the snake. And the eighth hour is where dead gods try to speak to Ra from the banks of the river. And again, nothing really occurs in this at all. And hour nine is a pretty nice and happy place 
where the dead go to receive their offerings from those that are alive. Hour 10 is a lot like hour 8, where the dead just go down to the bank of the river just to greet the boat and to say hello. And this is actually the hour where the scarab that landed on Ra merges with him. And there's only two hours left in the nightly cycle, and hour 11 is pretty creepy. It's where the people that were really bad when they were alive are tortured by goddesses that breathe fire on burning ground. Hour 12 is the last room, and it's the last gate. And it's where Ra finishes his journey, and he becomes one with the scarab, which is the beetle that landed on him earlier. And it's an important part of Egyptian history. Ra becomes Keper, which is Ra as the sun is rising. The cycle repeats, and near noon, Ra is back to himself. But at the end of the day, at sunset, Ra becomes Atum, who is an older version of Ra, who's preparing to die and be renewed for the next day. Everyone enjoyed the extraordinary story of the Egyptian sun god Ra. Next episode, we'll be talking about the Russian folktale of Baba Yaga, who is known as the Wicked Witch of Slavic folklore. Just a reminder that our podcast is available on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Thank you for listening to this episode of Myth Machine.